reckon there's one thing in this world that can make you free. Money. Honesty, sincerity and dignity. Strong Christian values. That's why you voted Gits, and that's what Gits intends to give you back. I'm gonna rob Moby's. Me and Ronald. I'm not gonna rob Moby's, Moody. It's not just a plan. It's our destiny. Welcome Lewis McDougall and Morgan Bush to the Film Ireland podcast. So yeah. I just have a few questions, uh, and I'll get right to it, because I know you guys have a busy schedule lined up and the premiere this evening, which is very exciting. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being on. Well, excellent film. I, I got the chance to see it uh, there yesterday and loved it. Uh, amazing performance. I have to say this, but you're quite young and you've done a lot. <laughs> and you've really kind of got to the crux of some very emotional roles. Um, how did you guys end up working together? Um, well, I mean, from what I can remember, I got asked to do an audition for it. And that was my, my first um, look at the script or anything. And, you know, immediately it really you know, caught my eye, I think. I was really intrigued by the character Joey and then I got to Skype with Morgan and, you know, I think I think we just really, you know, clicked and we really um, you know, I just really wanted to work work with him to be honest. And, you know, as soon as I read the script it was I was just really like I said, captivated by the character Joey and what he was going through and I just really wanted the chance to play him and so I'm very fortunate that Morgan chose me. How was the casting process? Uh, the casting process was, I mean, Louise Kiley was the casting director and she's fantastic. Um, so we had written the script very much with, with Pat Short in mind for the, for the Ronald Tanner role um, and, and Peter Coonan for, for Rooster and, 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 and Lauren for, for Sinead. And, and the Joey character was so, obviously so crucial to the story um, that we, you know, we kind of done the rounds and I knew uh, you know at the time I thought it was going to be a first timer so you know, we know we did a big kind of casting call we were I think we would have looked at about 600 kids and you know there's uh, there was a lot of great kids out there but they just didn't have what I was looking for and and, and like Lewis said um, uh, Louise would have put the call out uh, internationally so we um, initially um, Lewis sent in a self tape and I thought he was from from Northern Ireland but I mean the minute I saw it, I just, I knew he had what we were looking for. He had that spark um, and that quality. Um, so straight away, I knew he, he was our one. And then we did a couple of more, um, you know, we, we, he read the script and then we had some more chats about it. And then, um, yeah, so that's all how it comes together. And I hadn't realized that he'd done, you know, a monstrous call with, with Liam Neeson and, and, uh, and, and, you know, and Pan and stuff. So, I mean, what was great then about Lewis, because at the time, I mean, he was, he was just 14, um, was that he, he, you know, he, he came to set very much with a kind of, with a professionalism and, a, and, a, and, a dis and an acting discipline, which was really incredible to behold, you know, I mean, he's such a talent. And did you rewrite the, his role as Scottish then, to, or did you try accents or anything like that, or were you just like, no? Nope, Lewis had perfect. asked, he, yeah. Lewis was wondering if he, if, yeah. if, um, if, if, he, if he should do an accent, but I think, you know, with the story kind of set in this border town and being quite transient, uh, and obviously, you know, the Irish-Scottish connection there, that we felt yeah. it worked for the story anyway, and that, you know, if he, if he was going to put on an accent, it might just kind of um, distract him. Oh, no, it worked really well. How did you find it? Um, yeah, well, you mean the accent, really? Or not a rather lack of accent. No. Yep. Well, no, I think it's, um, well, I mean, I'm thankful that Morgan decided to change the script to suit me, I suppose. And I think it's always good to have a sort of diversity of different different accents, different, you know, people from different places in a film. So, you know, I was really thankful for that. And, you know, as far as the entire experience was concerned, 
like Morgan said, I was I tried my best to be professional. I think I think it was really good in the set because obviously we had a lot of, um, I mean Pat Shore, Michael Smiley, they're also comedians as well, so they provided quite a a fun bubbly atmosphere. But we were also able to be serious when we needed to be. So I think it was a, a really good balance that we found, and um, as well as just you know I got I got on really well with all the crew and and everyone. So I was thankful that I got on with them and had a really good time filming it. Excellent, and you had a great chemistry with uh, Pat as well. Mm-hmm. There was a lovely kind of um, on-screen warmth between yeah. you guys, so I presume you bonded. Yeah, we definitely yeah. did. We had a couple of days rehearsal before it was. Um, I rehearsed with, with Lauren, who played. Uh, we had, I rehearsed with who played Sinead, and um, I had a day with it was just me, Morgan, and Pat, um, really just going through the script and reading it and getting to know it better and getting to know um, how the other was going to play the character. And I found that really beneficial. It's always good to have a, a little bit of rehearsal, I think. And um, yeah, over that time, I got to know Pat really well. And you know, between between scenes and everything, you know, it was good to chat with him, and I, I really enjoyed the work working with him. Yeah. And I was going to say, um, you co-wrote it, you co-produced it as well. Was it hard taking off the hats and putting on different hats when you're directing it? Well, I, I think you know a lot of a lot of my heroes in terms of directors will also produce their own stuff. Um, and I think it was a, it was a real benefit to have that because, you know, a lot of directing is is compromise. And if you know the inside out of of what you have available, I mean, it can be quite liberating in terms of coming up with solutions. I mean, I had other, you know, um, Catherine Kennedy and Rory Dungan also produce. Amazing. Yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of support there, and really, you know, my producing hat would have been taken off when we started shooting because otherwise, it is is too much, you know. Um, but, you know, I just, you know, having that experience of producing allowed me to kind of to know how to to keep pushing things to, to get it made. Because, you know, getting a film made is, you know, you really have to have tunnel vision to, to, to get it off the ground, you know, and, 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 and knowing the ways to, to do that is, is, is a big help. Um, and then, like you said, Greg Flanagan, he would have co-wrote the script with me as well. So. And where did the idea come from, the the idea came from. I mean, it was. It would have been. Um, it would have been at the kind of tail end of the Troker pro, uh, program, and you know the the fallout and 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 the banking crisis and stuff, and you know everyone seemed to kind of be in a tailspin, um, and we wanted to kind of tell a, a kind of parable of 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 that within a kind of small Irish town context. So what we did is that we hired a camper van, myself and Greg, and a and an old film school buddy of mine, Mark Dear, and we just went out and hit the road just to try and kind of immerse ourselves in that world and and you know discover the characters and what was going on. It's kind of, I mean, the story happens very much on the kind of periphery of of Irish society, um, so we really kind of had to, you know, live within there to 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 to, you know, to, to give it an authenticity, even though it's not necessarily. You know, it's we did want to give it a kind of heightened sense as well. And I suppose you have the antagonist as a politician, which is very timely. And there's a lot of, you know, issues around kind of homelessness and poverty that are very much so on point now as mm. well with the current conversations and mental health. So mm. it, it, it does have that kind of nice cyclical feeling of it, it really has a place to land and it, and it sits in well with the time. Um, was it tough telling yourself, oh, I can't afford that? Like, I suppose it was probably a soft blow that you know the ins and outs of the production so well. So as a director, like, you were saying that about the compromises? Yeah, no, absolutely about the compromise. I mean, just in, in regards to your first statement, um, I think that um, it, it's mad because, you know, you, you write something 
and then it takes another year to get finance and then another year to edit it and then and then you worry you know w- once it comes out is is have we have we missed the the boat essentially but i mean it seems more timely than ever in yeah. terms of you know kind of exploring that world and those characters and and a sense of like you know wh- what's the tipping point and when is enough enough you know because like you said with gits and with the politicians i mean it's, it's i i you know i didn't you know i don't want this to be essentially um and issues or a you know movie because you know i feel like you know you, you need to entertain an audience as well but it's i mean fun it's definitely underlined there yeah, yeah and it seeps into the material um but in regards to your second question and, and yeah it is but that's the reality of filmmaking yeah. you know i mean i think you have to you have to be you have to be aware of that getting into it otherwise it'll break your heart yeah and as a producer as well do you find it i presume you would have been very much so along the lines of a creative producer with a lot of your projects definitely yeah i mean a producer in itself wears a lot of hats because you know you have to raise the money and you have to um organize a crew and you know you have to work with the director but yeah i mean all the problems that come up very much so yeah you're you're pretty much a moving target yeah um but yeah so i would have i would have been been kind of hands-on with all the with all the directors and the writers I would have worked in, with in the past and was it in kind of did you get that nice creative satisfaction of going like this I authored this project really yeah I mean it's 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 a different discipline than yeah. producing because it's you know obviously the you know the producer will, will know the roadmap but then it's up to the director you know to, to get you in between and it's and having that idea of, of, of what you're doing and um you know, it's it's two very different disciplines, I think. But yeah. it's great if you can have a handle on both. And how many projects would you have to say? Like, obviously, you're so experienced. You have such a great track record. Have you been kind of working on creating? And then how many actually get to fruition, really, with regards rough numbers? Just because we know we have a lot of filmmaker listeners. No, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I think the number is, you know, every know. it's one film for every seven developed. Wow. Yeah, which is which is quite high. Or quite low, I should say. Um, yeah, you have to. I mean, certainly as a producer, you need to be juggling a few balls because you don't know what's going to hit or what's not. Um, but I think again, with with directing, you kind of have to put that aside and again, you know, just have that tunnel vision because if you don't have that tunnel vision, it's not going to happen essentially. Of course. And what has the audience response been? How have you found the both? Um, I mean, when I because we had it at the Galway Film Flat, and there, I think people really enjoyed it. I mean, right after it, I was getting people coming up to me saying how much they enjoyed it so it's really nice when you get that sort of immediate reaction right afterwards and you know as far as I've been seeing on Twitter and stuff like that people have been uh, responding quite well to it so I'm really really happy about that. And is it nerve-wracking watching it with a, with an audience in, in tow? Yeah although I think that's what I enjoy the most I mean you can watch it yourself and and that's good but when you get to watch it and you know, you're not actually 100% watching the movie. You're kind of looking at other people, seeing how people are reacting to different moments of it. And so it's really it's really nice to see when people react well to it. And was there anything that surprised you, like a laugh? And you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Or um, well, I can't remember anything in particular that surprised me, I suppose. But there are a couple of laughs in this film. There are a few. I mean, it's a kind of darkly humorous film. And so I think it's nice that you can have sort of momentary breaks from that very, the very serious atmosphere of the film. Um so yeah i suppose there are a couple of laughs and it's nice to have them yeah and what about yourself the please with the audience reaction yeah i mean we we had a terrific screen in rome um and i've, I've learned all the italian swear words from the from the subtitles <laughs> uh 
uh, and then it played great in Chicago. It was very warm received, and it was terrific in Cork. And 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 like Lewis said, you know, opening the flower was kind of came with its own pressures. But I mean, it, it's you know, this is what this is what we're in it for, you know. So um, it's been great to kind of see a national and an international um, perspective of it. I suppose there is that kind of it's a very local story in a sense, but I mean it. it it does seem to translate well and it has a lot of universal themes. So when is, so the premiere is this evening, when is the release dates? So the release is Friday and it's Perfect. in um, Cinema Clarny, Omniplex Cork, Omniplex Limerick, Omniplex Rap Mines, Mayo Movie World and the Eye in Galway. So it's, it's nice that it's got a, a, a nationwide stretch. Perfect. Are you going to any of them? Are you going to do any Q&As? Uh, I'm, I'll be doing the Q and A tonight. No, I mean I love I love watching with an audience. It's great. It's, it's my favorite part of it.